Good morning. Good morning. Today is January 22nd, 2021. And I am back to give you another installment of the Positivity Wall. This is volume four. Four, 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 four. Felt like I wanted my own, um, I don't know, my own, uh, <laughs> I need a keyboard to, to punch that in. But yeah, we're here to give you Positivity Volume 4. And so to start you off with our thinking out loud today, our lovely random thoughts, I wanted to tell you about something cool that I finally have done for myself after five years. I can mark it off the list. I have bought a... It's a mirrorless camera, but a you know a digital SLR type of camera, mirrorless, a Sony camera that I've wanted for quite some time. I'm so excited! I got it yesterday. It's kind of playing around with it, you know, you know, learning because there's certain things that I want to do. And uh, this morning, when I took my son to school, I went, and it's not a, a beautiful day, <laughs> so I'm like, hey, if if you can't shoot in horrible weather, then you're not going to be good in good weather. And so went out there kind of playing around with some techniques to to create really good port- portrait, you know, bokeh effect. Uh, got that down. Uh, did some landscape photos, which were really nice. So I'm just, I'm just ex- excited for it because it's finally, it gives me that like last piece of my creativity to do. And it's a nice hobby for me. It's an expensive hobby. <laughs> I've got to... Uh, I got to pay back three G's pretty much, but I think the investment of it, it makes me proud. Um, you know, we're 22 days in the month and I've already accomplished something that I set down five years ago. I wrote it down as I got laid off in December. Um, and, and just to give you some highlight on that, I've got this board called my board of creativity on it shows a $3,000. Um, I didn't quite spend that. But I still need to get a tripod. So in the end, it's going to total up to about $3,000. But yeah, I mean, that's done. I did that. Um, I wanted to finish two books by the end of this year. By this first quarter, I was supposed to finish um, two weeks notice. I finished that actually last year (laughs) because I had a little bit more time. That's done as far as the book and the, the poems for it. Um, take me to the ocean, which is the first book that I want to publish, honestly. Um, just, it's just a series of poems in one of my favorite places (laughs) by the ocean, (laughs) but it, it speaks to hope. It speaks to heartbreak. It speaks to happiness. Um, it speaks to those H's that are important in our life. They're fundamental. And I am about, I would say about 20 poems shy of being that. And sometimes within the last year or so, I thought maybe I should just be done here. But as a writer, when you feel like you've got that complete poem, like you've, okay, it's complete, I'm done, then you're done. And I'm not complete on this yet. So I set a goal. I actually have until the end of this year to do it. So when you look at it, I've completed a book. I've bought the camera that I've wanted to buy. 22 days into the month, it's, it's been interesting. Uh, I also interviewed for a job this week going to get an offer letter soon for that. It's been a good week, relatively. <laughs> and I'm excited to say that that one of the things I did last week is I pulled my head out, out of my butt, honestly. I just changed my routine. I decided I'm going to go sit, spend some time with some friends, 
hang out with him because um, I'm cheap. I don't tend to spend money, but I have a good amount because I'm cheap. So it was time for me to treat myself, got myself back into my skincare routine, found some skincare products. Mm, they're nice. I won't plug them because they're not paying me. Uh, <laughs> the only reason why I plug the cameras because I've wanted this camera for some time. It has nothing to really do with them. It just has everything to do with me. And so I'm, I, I'm here to say today that, you know, I'm in a better mind space because I actually invested in myself. And so that's kind of what this episode's about. So that's why I wanted to leave that with you as the random thought. It all kind of ties together today. So yeah, let's let's kind of get into that. So yeah, today um, we're, like I said, I'm here to give you that fourth installment of the Positivity Wall Volume 4. And as I kind of talked about in um, the open and, and thinking out loud, um, this today was really more about um, investment in you. And um, this whole, this this one is, <laughs> oh man, <laughs> I laugh because there's certain things I have to tell myself a lot to get through certain situations sometimes. And, you know, we all, we all have been through something. I don't need to sit here and talk about the pains of life and the traumas of it. Um, but sometimes you need those reminders because those reminders are what get you through. They push you <laughs> to the other side. They push you through all types of circumstance and they remind you of, of what you are going for and why you're doing it. Because like I talk about in every episode, usually toward the close is what is your why? And um, you got to know that. So let me read it to you. If you seek life, then live. If you seek love, then love. Very simple one. Um, (laughs) I don't expect this one to be uh, really popular or, you know, it it has a very fond memory and and meaning for me because there's something... um, Around, I would say, 2017, you know, year of the, if you kept up and you listened to my year in review from 2020, if you didn't, it's an hour long, go back, listen to it. <laughs> but if you listen, then you you heard about me talk about 2017 being a tough year, being a year of the mental breakdown, a year that I really struggled with being a father and being someone who just was doing, felt like I wasn't doing the right thing. Or I, was, I wasn't where I needed to be all the time I was struggling. So if I was at work, I needed to be with my son. If I was with my son, I needed to be at work. It, I just didn't feel like I knew where my North star was. And out of that was birth this saying love without limits. And honestly, I could make this one a card <laughs> itself, but the theme with love without limits, this is something that I have done most of my life. I would say from years about 18 to 21, I didn't. (laughs) I used those years to really go off on people because I grew up in a house where you had to speak when spoken to, respect your elders. My mother was, she didn't play. And I have grown up around a family that at times they, they play really dirty. And we know as people, when it comes to, you know, emotional warfare, as I like to call it, or, you know, emotional terrorism that people sometimes can play on your heart. And when you can't load up and and shoot back, it can do something to your soul. There's a bit of sepsis 
that happens to you. And I felt that toxicity over time. When I became 18 and the leash was off and I wasn't in my mother's house, I was like, all right, I'm ready. And so the first time, (laughs) oh man, the first time that there was an opportunity, I waited (laughs) for me to get back and say the things that I wanted to say. It was kind of like that Kevin Hart moment where he talks about the mom um, telling him to go tell the teacher to mind her damn business. But then he doesn't say that. He says every other curse word. And I remember the frustration and the, the anger that I had and just the fury that came out of me when the moment happened where I was being tested by my family member that I wanted to just literally curse out. And I did. And in the end, I felt, at first I felt good because it was off my chest. But then as I sat, I thought about, oh man, that's not who you are. So when we're thinking, if you seek life, then live. If you seek love, then, then love. It's, it's this thing about, like I tell my son, we exist. To get here from the, from the sperm to make the egg to you to be here, that was a hell of a journey. So for you to exist, it goes back to you know my first saying of you're, you're amazing, you're beautiful, and you're loved. But there's so many horrible things that happen in life and so much trauma that sometimes we lose sight of that. And so when I coined this phrase, love without limits, it's if I do something for you, I'm going to do it in love. And when I do it in love, my love has no limits. So if like I've had friends who've borrowed money from me before, and money is a tough subject for me because I work hard for my money. So I don't just give it out. I'm not a bank. I'm a person. (laughs) And we all have those friends who expect you to be the ATM and they expect to come over and smile and then press your buttons and then money dispenses. And I don't have friends like that. And I don't have family like that because I was born into a family of which if you asked for something, you had to repay it in triple fold. And that was hard because when you grow up in a situation like that, you don't ever want to ask anybody for anything. And I learned that from a young age. So when I'm talking about loving without limits, I'm talking about if someone's mean to you, like I teach my son, if someone's mean to you, I, you have to have the emotional intelligence to know they're miserable. So I'm going to treat them with love. I'm going to be kind as I can, but I'm going to get away from them too so I don't choke them because <laughs> choking them could be a bad thing. It, it just requires you to say to yourself, because you exist, you have the right to enjoy by your existence, you have every right to enjoy. And if you think like that, you'll do. For me, when I say, if you seek life, then live, there were some times in my life where, you know, trigger warning, I didn't want to be here. Didn't want to be here. I was done. I was tired of it. Tired of the pain, tired of feeling like I was nothing. Um, It just felt like I couldn't be you know, anything valuable for anyone. I had those blinders completely on. So when I, when I talk about the S word, I understand that mindset because you will get to a point where you're in this tunnel and there is no light. And there are people who are around you who are trying to be there, who trying to show you love, but you don't see them. And, and so in that, and that saying there, if, I, if I'm going to seek life, then I have to live. I have to remind myself not to just put my head down like I would do and just kind of get through this month and the next month. Each minute, each second, each day, you know, as you comprise it, 
every moment is the opportunity to exist and to live. And if I'm not thinking and moving that way, then I'm only fooling myself. (laughs) Because in the end, there is no happiness in that. If I am looking for when I get paid, like, oh, in two weeks, I'm about to get paid again. Or if I'm looking at the end of the month, because what about now? A lot of people live in a two-week span and they don't they won't admit it. And a lot of people live in a month span. You're waiting for the 15th, the 31st, or you're waiting for the 31st. You should wait for today and you should exist for the day. And then when you see if you seek love, then love, it just comes back to if I'm putting my best foot forward and I'm going out into the world and I'm showing love, then love will come back to me. But if I'm going out into the world and I'm hiding from the world and I'm not showing my light and I'm not showing my love, well, it, I won't, it will not be reciprocated to me. So this is, this is one of those sayings to me that reminds me that by having life, just because you have life doesn't mean you're living it. Sometimes we're just going through the motions. And that if I want to be loved, I have to love. And the funny thing that that the question is, how do you know you'll be loved? How do you know? And, and it comes back to this. The first thing, the first person you have to love is yourself. When you have that, when you when you don't want to be here anymore, you stop loving yourself. Been there. <laughs> so this this phrasing for me, this mantra is a reminder that if I am going to live, I have to live in each moment and enjoy it. And that if I am going to love, it starts at my own two feet. I have to love who I am because before I can love someone else, and you've heard that, I'm not going to really finish that sentence, but to say, to be able to give love, you must believe in it. And if you don't believe in it, you don't believe in yourself. So a lot of times we get caught up in our problems. <laughs> we really get stuck in them and we we become chained to them. Well, what are your problems? Everyone's got problems. You're trying to pay your bills. You're trying to make this girl like you. You're trying to make these people accept you. You're trying to get promoted at a job. We are more than our problems, people. You are more than your problems. If you do everything with love, it will come back to you. It's that warm, gooey feeling. It's kind of like eating chocolate chip cookies that come right out the oven and they're really good. And they're just more. And I want chocolate chip cookies now, but I can't do that because part of my commitment to myself with camera, with skincare is to be better how I treat my body. It's like I'm loving myself. Yes. Um, that means you can't love yourself by eating a bunch of chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> Instead, we will have eggs and oranges for breakfast. <laughs> Yay. But then the question becomes, how can you shift your mindset? How do you shift your mindset into what I'm saying for t- to you today? Hell, I'm 35, and this is on a wall in front of me to remind me. <laughs> it's tough, but it's a constant reminder that you have to tell yourself, if you seek life, then live. If you seek love, then love. If you can remind yourself that living is more than just being, I'm going to be 36 this year. Oh, I'm 36 now. No, it's, it's today is January 22nd. What am I going to do with the rest of this day? I'm about to go back out there and, and do some more test shoots. I'm going to enjoy myself. It's a free day for me. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. 
And then tomorrow, if I'm blessed to wake up, then I'm going to find something to do for myself. I'm not going to wait until my son comes back to me on Monday to start living again. And that was a scary thing for me, I would say, about you know 2015 until 2017. That's what I did. My life was lived off of when I left Ryan to go to work from when I left work to go to Ryan. And if any of you are living a life similar, I would, I would implore you, just seek life. Seek love. Find something small. Something as small as like a lot of my guy friends, because, you know, I'm black, it's systemic. You know, you got to be strong. You can't be gay. <laughs> that whole thought process is stupid. Like, so when I'm telling, when I'm showing them my skincare routine, I'm like, okay, I got my cleanser. All right. I got my cleanser. You know, and then I got my, um, Oh man, my, my uh, moisturizer. I got my moisturizer. I'm going. Then I got my essential oil for my face, and then <laughs> then I'm going. Okay, I got my face mask. They're looking at me like I'm crazy. But but here's where this works. If you seek life, then live. It works because when I post that stuff to Snapchat, and then I have some of my guy friends like clown me and joke, but then I have a few guy friends message me and go, "Hey man." your skin, it was looking good. Or where'd you get it from? Like, how did you learn about this? I screwed it up. I watched some YouTube videos. You know, I I know to, to, to clean your face, you got to use the cleanser first, but I wouldn't use the moisturizer two times a day. Like I was supposed to, I was only doing it one times a day. I had to learn random, random skincare facts. But my, my point I'm trying to make is, is that we all are beacons of light. And we can shine our light on others. But to be a beacon of light, you got to truly be who you want to be. I spent a lot of time in my life doing things to make people happy because I felt like that's what they wanted. To only sit down with them sometimes and commune with them and listen to them say, you, you make me feel so happy and so positive and you always keep a smiling face. And then for the ones of them who could see through that, go, but I'm worried about you because you don't seem happy. You, you're you always doing something. Why are you always working? Why are you always? We don't see that outside of the work. And it's because ultimately, this is the only thing I knew. It was the only thing that made me feel confident. For the longest time, the work made me feel confident. Well, I'm glad I got past that because if I got laid off in 2017, who knows what would have happened? I'd have lost my mind because the job was everything to me. It's not, it's a job. It pays me, yeah, whatever. If it was up to me, I don't really want to work again. I just would like to record episodes and hope I can get my uh, audience up. <laughs> but it don't always work that way, right? <laughs> and so, like we talked about in the last episode too, palace versus prison. This is another situation where if you have a palace, a mental palace, then you're in a place where you're having self-reflection, where you are really paying attention to who you are and you have that awareness to when bad things do happen, you can move yourself past them and through it. But if your mind's a prison, it pulls you deeper down into that hole. It pulls you deeper down into your hole and it lies to you, telling you that you are alive, that you know love doesn't matter. And those two things do matter. Living is by the moment. Because if, 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 if I was to, to be told today that I have 12 hours to live, well, now we want to do everything in 12 hours. But 
a lot a lot of people say for instance you're given 80 years to live what do you do with that a lot of people are playing around enjoy your time live go do what you want you want to take a trip take a trip once we get out of covid <laughs> but my point is is you if you want to be the best version of you one you got to do it two do it with love now as far as my why on this what is my why (laughs) it's really simple i spent a lot of time beating on myself for years it wasn't working (laughs) when you keep doing something that isn't working they call that insanity well i did a lot of it you know um and then I just finally decided that I didn't want to feel like a loser anymore. And when I mean a loser, I don't mean like everyone casted me out. I just felt like I was so sad. I couldn't get over the past and the pain. You can't get to your, you. You cannot control the past. It's done. And you can't control the future. It's not here yet. Only thing you control is the present moment. And so... I think a lot of times we tend to, that's how we get out of this life stage where we're living for the moment. We go, okay, hey, um, let's hang out next Tuesday. Okay, cool. And I don't really have anything popping until Tuesday. It's like, oh, I can't wait till Tuesday. I can't wait until now. And the reason why I can't wait until now is because one, I'm having this opportunity to share my soul with all of you. I'm putting it on the internet. It'll be there. You know, I mean, Anchor owns the world, but it'll be there. And that makes me happy because there are a lot of stories that I feel like I should be telling the world that I've held in a bunch of books in my house. I was having this conversation with a friend the other day and I said, the most, the most proud I am of myself over the last three years is that there are books in my house that have stories of just me journaling, just me talking about how I felt about a day, about an instance with people. And I always was afraid that I would die and most people would not know about them until someone went through those journals. And I've spent the last three years, as I said, giving flowers. Talk about giving people their flowers, giving people their flowers. I have no, I'm not afraid anymore to stand in front of someone and tell them that I love you and I love you because this is the way you make me feel. You always um, come through for me in this way. You have a way of giving me this and it, you know, I think it's important for you to tell people you love them. For me, that was important. My parents come from a generation where they show you they love you, they don't tell you. Well, I'm the type of person that I tell my son every morning as he left today, I love you, I'm proud of you, but I show him by being there for him too. I'm more of an emotional creature, and I know that, and that's fine. But my why is being tapped into it not running from it anymore because all those years I was hiding in plain sight and every now and again, there'd be a person who would lock eyes on me and I know they could see me. <laughs> it's scary when you're hiding from people in plain sight. I want to uh, give this to you too, for people who don't understand um, <clears throat> suicide or people who are battling um, depression. When you are hiding in plain sight, you walk around feeling invisible. Because people don't really see your emotions. They don't pay attention to the words. Because we live in a society where people listen to react. They don't listen to understand. 
So people ask you a question and you tell them, oh, I'm fine, but they're not looking at your body language too. And there, every now and again, there would be people who could see me. And it would be, it, a lot of times, what's funny, it would be older women who would see me. Who would, I would be somewhere by myself, whether it's a restaurant, a movie theater, or just somewhere, just kind of relaxing, taking in something. And they would come sit right by me. <laughs> and it would be very obvious too, because it would be like, I would be on a road by myself and they'd come sit exactly right by me and be, how are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm doing well. How are you? And they start talking to me. It's like, why are you here by yourself? And they start, I'm telling you, the why is not running from who I am anymore, but being free and being bold and being brave. It's seeking life and doing it. It's seeking love and doing it. So yeah, remember, it's all on you. It's all on you about how you can shift that mindset, but don't be afraid to be who you want to be. That's very important that you're exactly who you want to be. So uh, another another episode, another episode down of the positivity wall. I hope that as I call to close the day that um, this is another episode that can be very helpful to you as it is for me, but I, if it's not, remember this is my audio journal. So, <laughs> but ultimately, I mean, like I said, it, it, do everything you can with love, you know, um, it, it is a light that kind of guides all of our way. And if you are doing everything with love, if you're loving without limits, then there's not going to be a person that you meet that you can't make a friend. And it's not you actually stretching or trying to be something that you're not supposed to be. It's just a matter of you saying to yourself, I'm not going to allow the darkness in. I'm not going to allow someone's misery to change my attitude. I'm not going to allow someone's bad day to become mine. I'm going to be the light. I'm going to be the hope that when something bad does happen, I will be here. I will be something that matters. And so, um, Remember, you control your walk. You're in control of your actions. You're in control of your emotions. And when people sway them and when people try to deter you, you have to find yourself in a, in a manner of, of positivity and find yourself trying to get to a place that can win. And more than anything, I think that's that's what really matters here. So, you know, I would want someone to to come to me and and show me love even in my my toughest day and my worst day and so i hope that you're doing the same out there and if if the message for you needed to be i hope that you are doing okay then let me say that too i i think um i, I talked about it in this episode about dealing with my depression having thoughts of suicide been there, <laughs> been there. Um, you have to take care of yourself first. It comes back. Oh, I've wanted to say this so badly on one of these episodes and I finally get to say it. <laughs> this is not a part I wrote down. Ooh. So when you get on an airplane, if you've never ridden an airplane, you should ride one after COVID. But if you get on an airplane, when you're listening to the students, when she's giving her airplane instructions, the part she talks about, if for some reason there was, you know, the cabin loses pressure, and the oxygen mask pops down. 
secure your oxygen mask before you try to help someone else secure theirs. Because the trick in life is, if you can't breathe, you're dead. So if you're not doing well, how are you going to make others do well? Now, you can you can be like me. You can fake it for some time. I've done it. I did it successfully for years. Because what a person didn't understand was it was an energy transference. If I could listen to them and help them with their problems, whether it was work, personal, whatever it was, by them receiving that information and going, oh, and, and me seeing the light bulb kind of go off in their head and them thanking me, it gave me energy. It gave me energy to feel like I had value. I may not felt valuable when I took off the uniform, but I had value in that moment and it was enough to get me through. But that's a drug you don't want. And that's exactly what it was. It's a drug. And um, I'm so glad that I'm beyond seeking someone else's love in that way because I love myself enough to know that. And that's the point of this episode. As I leave you the last time, remember, if you seek life, then live. Live for yourself. If you seek love, then love yourself. And since we have to take you out as we always do, (laughs) remember, no matter where you are, no matter what you're doing or what you're feeling, no matter what someone is saying to you, whether it's negative or positive, it all starts with you because you are amazing. (laughs) You are beautiful. And most of all, you're loved.